this the right way. Oh yeah. What's up, Nana Nation and lovers of self-therapy? What's up, everybody? This is Anthony. I'll have you recording live and direct from the Billy Shears Podcast Studio in lovely Milton, Ontario. Uh, if this is your first time listening to self-therapy, self-therapy is just a recording of me trying to figure out my shit like a therapy session, just talking over the mic, and hopefully it's relatable to you. Hopefully it's something that you can relate to, learn from, uh, share knowledge of, whatever, man. It's just, uh, I'm going to express my mortality, and if you can figure it out, then let me know. And if you can't, if you're struggling with it like I am, that's cool too, because uh, we can get through this shit together. Um, okay. So, the topic, I've, I've been thinking about a handful of topics to talk about, uh, but this one kind of just came to me just like 20 minutes ago, and I started thinking to myself, okay, if I was to record this, where would this go? And I almost do no prep for this, but I, I don't want to bring up a topic and then just sit here and, and not know what to talk about. But my, my topic today, the thought that came to me 20 minutes ago was, have I lost my lust for life? And uh, 20 minutes ago, I thought of this and then for 15 minutes, I've been think I've been singing the Stooge song, the Stooges song in my head, "Lust for Life," which may or may not be the intro song to this. But why? The question is, why would that be a topic? Why is that on my head, in my mind, on my brain, in my head? Um, and I think it is. I think I'm thinking that because. I recently got offered a seat at the table, and for ye, for you of those who don't know cliches, a seat at the table generally means become part of management or ownership or decision making, and uh, and in my line of work, I've I've been offered ownership I've been offered uh, the ability to buy in to ownership and it's something I've wanted for a long time it's something that I've not openly talked about because I don't know if that would deter people from wanting to be part of the business I guess if that makes sense I may mean, have been there for 15 years celebrated 15 years this past month and it's been on my mind. So um, the reason why I think I've lost lost the lust for life is because years ago, before kids, partially before marriage, I had a hundred ideas of how I would make this place better. And after years of being told no, or my ideas looked over, or my ideas watered down and used. I just don't have that in me anymore. And it weirds me out to say, I don't have that idea that pops into my head. Hey, this is how I make this great. 
I, I don't have that instant idea of greatness. I don't have that splash of genius. Mm. And some might say that I never had it to start. But I've always, I've always felt like I could improve it. And so when, when I'm looked to for ideas or options or whatever, I kind of have a blank stare because I don't have them anymore. And it, that kind of weirds me out a lot. Even stuff, even stuff as simple as decorating my studio, my little sanctuary, my little escape from everything, where I can sit down and record. The whole idea of this was to have this little place where I could bring interesting guests, friends of the show, to the pod and record and just do it. And recently I've, I've just hit a little bit of a wall with bringing things in and spicing things up. So I've been having a hard time dealing with that. I've been having a hard time understanding why as a creative person and possibly self-declared creative person, I've been having a hard time putting that up, putting that out there. So, without my creativity, who am I? Without my ideas, without my spontaneity, where do I fall? How does this happen? What happens next? Now, not to beat a dead horse, but I never prepare anything more than an idea to talk about. But this has been weighing on me for a while. Most of you probably know, I worked with my father, and my father overall is a great guy. Yeah, of course, qualms and issues and differences growing up, that always happens, nobody's perfect. But a couple years ago, we went through a little bit of a employee crisis. And I shouldn't say crisis, it was more of um, we were having a hard time keeping a lot of staff. So I went to him in his office, probably his number one or two uh, moneymaker. And I said to him, listen, do whatever you need to do with my schedule to fill the holes so that this place stays running. You know, in my head, it was a, a way to prove to my father that I can do it. Um, it was a way, in my head, it was a way for me to prove my worth, um, Makes, makes a little bit extra money and just, you know, be awesome. Um, and probably probably somewhere down there looking for my father's approval. I won't throw that one um, out either. But, you know, I just wanted to be, uh, I wanted to be the knight in shining armor, the one standing strong with the cape flapping in the wind. I wanted to be there for my dad slash my boss in a moment of darkness um but what that did to me was it made me numb to a lot of things you know my creativity my ability to daydream you know not that I don't daydream I still do but you know before I had the ability to daydream in vibrant color and detail and I don't know if that's a thing or not, but maybe it's just the way my brain works. 
it was it was very fluid and it could be you know it could be a number of things of why i don't feel that way anymore age uh you know so much energy going elsewhere you know balancing balancing a a household a checkbook balancing uh you know, kids, uh, relationships, uh, all those things. You know, I, I hate giving COVID more credit than it needs, but I didn't have to be creative for a long time. I did little projects to kind of spice up and, and spike the creativity. But I I didn't need to be creative for a long time of last year. And I hate the fact that it bothers me this much, but... It really does. I just, I had 10 months out of a 12 year, 12 month, I've had 10 months of 12 month, of a 12 month period where I I was just at home and I've, I've vented about it here before. I don't need to go over it. But what I really feel like is it, it helped damper my spark, how to dim my light, whatever cliche you want to use, you know. Um, I remember my aunt, she passed years ago. She took her life. It was very sad. Um, but I remember that I have this moment in my mind of, I remember talking to her and I must have been no older than 12 or 13. And, uh, I remember her, she called the house and she's like, oh, what's wrong, sweetie? You sound down. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, a little bit, whatever school or whatever was bothering me at the time. And she said to me, you know what gets me out of my funk is listening to music. Music just makes things better for me. And at the time, legit, this is a shoot. I owned two albums, three albums. One cassette of Criss Cross, totally crossed out. Criss Cross is going to want to make it jump, jump. So I had Criss Cross crossed out, totally crossed out. I think it was just, whatever. The two first CDs I ever bought, which was Lisa Loeb and Nine Stories. She had one big single. I actually looked her up on Instagram. She still looks foxy. Still wears the same cat glasses, cat eyeglasses. And Oasis's uh, Definitely Maybe. No, I'm sorry, not Definitely Maybe. What's the story of Morning Glory? their second studio album. Um, so I, I, I left that phone call and I remember digging out these albums, which I probably hadn't listened to in a little while, but I remember listening to it. And I remember thinking to myself, yeah, whatever, you know, I'm not feeling much better. But I kept listening to music and I was like going over these two CDs and like not a great call because I'm pretty sure at least a Loeb album I'm pretty sure it's all like broken heart love ballads. Like her big single was Stay, uh, a song about being left. So probably not best. But I remember adapting and listening to What's the Story of Morning Glory, which don't get me wrong, it also has some broken heart songs on there too. But I remember kind of coming out of it a little bit. Actually, now that I think about it, it was probably 97. Because I don't think it was What's the Story. I think it was actually Be Here Now. 
I think it was Be Here Now. And the wild thing about listening to Be Here Now, another Oasis album, third studio album, but this one, their first two albums had done so well that they were just ultra confident, super confident, and they made this big ballsy album, and the and the first opening track is Do You Know What I Mean? And the, the great thing about that is that it's like, they're just singing to all their fans, um, like just preaching, do you know what I mean? And everybody in agreeance, <coughs> fans just knowing exactly. And I think that's, I think that's what really helped me out at the time, just listening to that album. Even now when I listen to that album, I get goosebumps. Um, it's just such a strong album, for me at least, you know, each throne. But I remember that changing a lot for me because at that point, and, and maybe it's generally at this age where you, you start to learn about the type of music you like and get into more of your music, but I remember getting heavily into music after that. And that's, this is a whole other podcast for another time. But it, it translates because I don't, dis- I don't discover new music anymore. And I don't want to be an old man in a rocking chair on my porch yelling at kids to get off my lawn, but I just, there hasn't been much music that's really adapted to me lately. Or I, maybe I haven't adapted to it lately. I just, and I, I, I'm a guy, I hate playing just the hits. But when I, when I pull out Spotify or whatever streaming service, it's hard to find a playlist that I can stick to. It's hard to find something that I like. And what I end up doing is going back to listen to all those songs. Not it hits, but all the songs and the albums that I enjoyed. I have absolutely zero respect for anybody listening to this who just has hits on playlist and no deep cuts. Um, because then, really, what are you listening to? What are you listening to? Anyways, um, getting back to my, have I lost my lust for life? Now, uh, those listening who have significant others, when I met my wife, we were in a different spot in life. She was young, bright eye, bushy tail. I was a little bit older, a little less bushy tailed, a little jaded by the world. But I remember just being so adamant about the way that I believe things should be and fell. And for a little while, she, she, she joined me on it. She just entertained me. She let me believe that everything I was saying and doing was right. Until it wasn't. Until she got bothered by the things that I did and said. And then things changed. Now, for our relationship... It changed for the better. For who I was and the spark and the creativity, maybe not. Because, maybe not, not exactly unbeknownst to me, but in my mind, I was doing things that made me happy. Whether it be every night of the week, doing something, um, playing whatever sport people would have me, whether it was going out with the boys, whether it was whatever. I just wanted to do what I wanted to do because it made me happy. 
but I never really took into account how it made her feel. And sure, listen to that sentence and shrug it off. It is what it is, whatever. But this was someone I wanted to build a life with. So by ignoring what she wanted or not doing the things that she liked or just doing the things I wanted, is that really fair in the relationship? I mean, we've been together 12 years now. We've been married for nine. That's not that's not a way to have a, really, a relationship. I remember watching some show, I can't remember what it was, but it was talking about relationships and they showed these people in the relationships and there's this one guy, he was like, you know, a shitty looking guy, overweight, and he was just verbally abusive to his girlfriend. And I remember the, the, the psychiatrist or therapist, whoever they were talking to, saying like to the girl, like, you're in an abusive relationship. You need to get out of this relationship right now. And, you know, her claim, oh, she loves him, he loves her, blah, blah, blah. But that wasn't the case. Like, this guy had some deep-seated issues where he wasn't happy with himself and he was taking it out on her. And I remember watching this and having this sobering moment being like, is this the same relationship? Like, I've never been verbally abusive to my wife. Um, you know, we, we laugh at most things, but... I watched that, it was a sobering moment to me. And, and maybe it starts there, maybe it doesn't, I don't know. But I remember thinking to myself, I was like, this guy is such a shit human being, like just a garbage person. And I remember thinking to myself, like, am I like that? Is that, like, is that what I'm like? And I couldn't really answer it. Um, and that's okay, I guess, because it does, it, that doesn't matter all that much. But I think what, what got me about that was like how how I'm either viewing myself or viewing her or viewing our relationship and I always want that relationship to be the most valued relationship I have because this is a person I'm building my life with I know I changed at that moment I know that that was a sobering moment and I changed at that moment but going back to lost lust for life you know not being able to do the things that always ultimately make me happy kind of becomes like the anti-fuel the the reason why I think I'm so dull now maybe maybe not I don't know but I know that when I do things that make me happy I get those vibrant colors flying through my brain showing me glimpses of excitement and and I don't know, the creative gasoline that I need. So, so that's a thing, I guess, but... I don't know, like, when my kid was born, I just, you know, I had this, this immense love in my heart, and that was a big deal, and I, I you know, those long nights that happened, you know, the, the, those crazy long nights of... You know, little sleep, waking up, working a full day, coming back, doing the same thing, doing that for a long time. You know, I felt those drained me a lot. And those drained, like, the um, the good vibe and the, the happy-go-lucky. I, I heard something the other day, too, that kind of struck a chord. It was, the more I learn, the less I know. And it really, that's a got, that got me, too, because... <laughs> That was one of those things where 
when you're young and dumb and full of cum, you know everything. And the older I'm getting, the longer I'm alive, the more I'm realizing I don't really know fucking anything. So it throws me for a loop too. I don't know. I don't know, man. I have a lot of clients who are older than me, a little, a lot older than me. And they're always saying stuff like, oh, enjoy your children, enjoy your time, enjoy your youth, all these things. And I don't think, I don't think I don't enjoy them. Like, I'm always the one trying to enjoy a moment. You know, I'm always one trying to crack a joke, but I realized this the other day. I was in a meeting and we were going over our financials and business financials and I had all these things in my head. I'd hear something and I'd want to crack a joke and there was a, a, a strong dominant voice in my brain being like, not the time, dude, not the time, don't say that. And all I wanted to do was crack jokes. And in my brain, my eyes, through my eyes, I kept, I kept seeing like these words pop into my head about things to say. And then just a larger no coming down, be like, this is not the time for that nonsense. Like you need to focus on what's going on right now. But my brain is racing. My brain is racing for something because for whatever reason, I can't grasp what what's going on. Not that I can't grasp. I'm grasping what's going on. I'm hard having a hard time retaining and then finding follow-up questions for the things I'm hearing. And it, it, it really made me feel like, it really made me feel like a little kid. It made me feel like I was young and I wasn't sure what was going on. It's kind of like when you're in high school and you like, you take the advance thinking that like you, you got enough of grasp on something and then you take advance and you realize you're way out of your league. That's the kind of feeling I went, uh, that's the kind of feeling I had. Now, when it's all said and done, everything kind of made sense. Enough questions asked to get the answers needed. But it was a moment like that that definitely made me feel like that spark, that that lust was dying off. So I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't know if this makes me worried about the future because I like and I get it no one really wants to become my dad or their dad um but like I, I see things with my dad of, of how much this business has kind of beat him down now he's I know he's grateful because it gave him what he has and he, he's been fairly successful and fairly wealthy because of it but you know, there's also a part of him that I see that is hard on him. And and maybe because I see it and I don't want it to happen to me. And, you know, the best time to change is right now. But I don't, I don't know where to go. I feel like a little bit of lost direction. You know, I'll share something with you. Um, my whole life, learning from a book has been difficult. I, I best learn through life experiences. And if you're like that, you know what it's like. And if you learn from a book, then fuck you. But 
kind of lost my train of thought. I think, I think where I was going with that was, um, it hasn't always come easy to me, but there has been ways that, there has been ways of learning that have come easy to me, and, you know, there, there's a few things that I know, but I know what, I know what I can do to survive, but I don't want to just survive, I want to succeed, and I want to be plentiful, and I want to have a lot, um, but then I, I also heard something that, like, that really made me think, too. And I thought, I hadn't watched the movie Lost in Translation since it came out in 2003. And I thought I understood that movie. And then I recently heard someone talk about it. It's like, I have, I missed the call in this movie 100%. But something it, it showed me was, and going back and, like, reading synopsis on it and that kind of stuff, going back and... and revisiting it somewhat without rewatching it. I heard something that like we are so programmed in this life, whether or not we know it, we're all part of this capitalist machine, which is, yes, if you want something, go out and buy it. And if you have one and you might need a second one, go buy that second one and be and and have lots of what you love and go out and do all these experiences because experiences are important and it's the same thing like if you think that having a lot of things and having a lot of experiences are different you're wrong they're the same thing it's this eagerness to have the next thing that's what you're doing and i heard that and i was like holy fuck that's exactly what i do that's exactly me and it's like it it, it it's part of learning or understanding what you need sorry learning and understanding what you have and being happy that you have it that's the that's a real lesson there and i had a i'm having a hard time with that as i sit in the studio filled with things that i probably don't need but i like i don't know maybe it's a time for a cleanse a deep cleanse getting rid of things I don't know. I'm having a hard time with this one. It is what it is. I think I'm going to end it now. I'm getting to that point where either I'm going to feel really good or really sick, and I don't know which one it's going to be. I don't usually add a ton of music to this. I know that the last self-therapy I did, I uh, I had like a whole no Gallagher... Uh, track it's good to be free and I played the whole thing because I felt it was the right thing to do but I'm gonna just I'm gonna add a little bit of music to this to f the start and the end the start's gonna be Iggy Pop Lust for Life the end is gonna be All Around the World by Oasis from the Be Here Now album I don't know where this gets you um, but like anything if this drums up any thought or any communication you want to have, I'm on board for that. Let me know. Either way, good or bad, rain or shine.